Chapter 22, Bosco Connection. Yo, where's Jack? Luke shouted from his office. Ping, Quan texted him from the other room. IDK. Yo, Starbucks. Not funny. Come in here. Quan slumped in, their employee, Eamon, behind him. Luke looked at both of them. The dragon lady is after Jack. You need to give him a heads up when you see him, Luke said. Why are you telling us? He's your brother. Just do that Jedi mind trick of yours. I'm looking for peptides in cilantro that offer promise for higher brain function, Quan said with a look of superiority. Damn, boy, please, Eamon said, rolling his eyes and looking at his text. Eamon was black and tough as shit, and occasionally, when he brought up the N-word and his other variants, when he slipped into his Atlanta drawl, no one had the stones to bring it up. Having the bona fides of being an ex-gang member didn't hurt either, even though he was a truly non-violent guy at heart. Eamon was right. Quan was being an asshole. Not intentionally, but he was right. Now, not the cilantro. Luke could have saved him the trouble by telling him why it was bullshit, but where would the fun in that be? But he was right about the Jedi mind thing. It was a crude, psychic connection between Jack and Luke. They hadn't fully realized it until a few months before. Maybe it had always been there or just recently began to manifest. All Luke knew was that Jack at times was able to plant a thought directly in Luke's head without him knowing it. It was freaky to say the least, and took Luke a minute to realize the voice in his head wasn't his. Once, Jack had Luke grabbing his crotch and scratching his ass every time a girl came near him at the liquor store. When Jack nearly shit himself laughing, Luke finally caught on. The connection had been more refined of late, and Luke was able to hear when he was connected to Jack, similar to the background noise on a conference call. Though the connection was random, the brothers were able to have a mental conversation with each other. It wasn't easy, it was hit or miss, really, but neither one of them were overly excited about exploring it in depth, possibly because Luke felt Jack's thoughts were too pedestrian, and Jack thought Luke's were just too disturbing. But Quan was right. Luke knew he should try to ring Jack by their dial-by-brain connection. The problem was he sucked at it, and there wasn't exactly an instruction manual. 80% of the time, he ended up spraining his colon. When it came to their psychic connection, he was clueless. Quan was helpless. Eamon couldn't have cared less, and Jack hadn't figured it out yet either. So much for all our combined mental horsepower, Luke thought, pulling out his phone. Isn't this a reason I have staff for this kind of shit? His call went straight to voicemail. Okay. Plan B, he thought. Quan and Eamon left his office, and Luke lit a candle and put Chastity's thong on his head, thinking that if he did it right, he could possibly summon her. He twisted the thong with his index finger, tightening the whisper-thin piece of fabric around his head, smelling it, hoping to retrieve some memories. Nothing. He took it off and tossed it on his desk, knowing she would have to wait. If he was going to conjure up his brother for a Beth alert, he figured the right frame of mind would be a prerequisite. Twenty minutes on the couch produced nothing. He tried to relax, meditate, and focus, and still nothing. The entire process was a mystery, and he'd never known what he had done right when he was able to connect. Again, he tapped into his vast reservoirs of knowledge and tried the obvious. He took out his phone and called his brother again. Same results, nothing. 
Luke remained on the couch, listening to the clicking sound of his dog Bosco's toenails on the marble floor. Bosco bounded through the door and jumped on the sofa, feet everywhere as if he was stomping grapes to make wine. Luke rolled over to avoid getting his crotch crushed by a big dog paw. Bosco finally relaxed, sat down, and Luke attempted to connect with Jack again. To his surprise, it worked, sort of. He felt the familiar buzz behind his ears and heard background noise. But it was different than before. Completely silent. For a moment, he actually doubted he was connected to his brother at all, until a few garbled words and hazy images flashed in front of him. Serena was all he heard, and saw the image of a dark-haired beauty with electric blue eyes flash in his head. Quan opened a bag of dog food in the break room, inspiring Bosco to jump off the sofa, causing Luke's connection to be severed as soon as he did. Damn it, that's strange, Luke thought. Since Quan's experiment, Jack and Luke's scripts had been flipped, or at least their personality roles were reversed. Jack was more sensitive to others' feelings, while Luke gave no fucks. Luke wasn't the type to worry. He was okay with the concept of worry in general but hadn't found many things worthy of it. Jack insisted he was a narcissist, and at his core, he really didn't give a shit about anything or anyone. Luke, of course, thought Jack was being judgmental, but then again, he didn't give a shit. But now, Luke felt a twinge of worry. Since the time he and his brother were first able to connect and realize it, he could always hear his brother. The sound of each other's voice inside their heads was never muted, and at a minimum, there was always background noise, even when there was no thought. This time was weird in that the connection was silent, except for a faint word and gauzy image. Worse, the connection failed as abruptly as it started. He thought back to the day that he and Jack were actually hit by lightning, running around a tree, Bosco barking at him. Luke was pissed at Jack, having destroyed his remote control car. But all of that was moot and their entire lives forever changed in a flash of light. He remembered his parents retelling the event, running out to the front yard after the massive strike, only to find their sons and dog unconscious in the front yard. Bosco had regained consciousness within a few hours, but it took Jack and Luke more than a year. He chewed on that thought for a moment. We were all hit. All three of us. Bosco included. He began searching every memory, recalling each instance in which he had successfully connected to Jack. There was a common factor that hit him in the head like a fastball. Bosco! Here, boy! Bosco! Come! Luke yelled down the hall. Bosco ran back in the office and Luke closed the door behind him. He stroked the big dog's coat and had him lay down again, see if he could open a connection to Jack. It happened immediately. One mystery solved. Bosco is our telepathic enabler. He is the key to this shit, Luke thought. As excited as he was to make the discovery, the connection was still weak, images were faint, and he could hear nothing more than a few disjointed words that were barely audible. Then nothing. 